Welcome back. I'm Arlene Bynan for Alex Pearson. And what goes up must come down is not necessarily a good thing. Let's think outside the pandemic for a little bit and look to the natural world around us. Many of us just take for granted that when we walk down to the shore and look at the Great Lakes, which we all live very close to, that they are there for us. But whatever level the water is has huge ramifications for the health of those lakes. And we've been watching them. Last year, they were really high. This year, they've gone down. We're going to talk about it. We are joined by Frank Seglunix, who is the Canadian Secretary for the Lake Ontario St. Lawrence River Board. Frank, welcome. Thank you for joining us. No problem, Marlene. Frank, what, you know, there was a lot of concern about how high the water levels were last year, and this year they seem to be going down and not just returning to normal. What are you seeing? Um, I'd say it's all relative. So, uh, for the last five years, we've seen very high water levels, and right now it's a little bit below average, but not that much in the bigger scheme of things. I just think that a lot of it is just what we've been sort of used to seeing in the last four or five years. There's a lot of attention on it this year. Why is it so important? Uh, I think, again, the, the last time the water levels were this low was in the later part of 2019, so about five years ago. So, um, as you said, people have been uh, noticing that it's been very low, and they've just, you know, maybe in the past four or five years, they've seen, oh, you know, this rock or, or this break wall has been underwater now. I can walk to it. I can see it. It's, it's a lot more a lot more of the beaches there. So so I think a lot of people have, uh, have seen that. But in reality, it's only about 20 centimeters less than average uh, right at the moment. So, again, in the big scheme of things, it's not really all that drastically low. We are hearing, though, that the outflows are going to be adjusted. When is that decision made? Uh, the decision was made about a week ago. Uh, right now. So uh, just to get a bit of a backstory, of course, water levels were still higher than average all the way up until the early part of January. And then mm-hmm. since we, we don't really know, uh, it's not very easy to predict what the um, the spring melt is going to look like and how much snow there's going to be in the basin, you know, by the end of the winter when we're talking about the beginning of January. And so we still had a, a relatively high chance that there was, still, there was actually going to be flooding again this year, like we've seen back, especially in 2017 and 2019. And so what they did was they said, well, you know, we still have this, this high possibility of flooding because the other Great Lakes, all the way from Lake Superior to Lake Erie, they're all well above average. So we said, okay, there's a lot of water sort of upstream of Lake Ontario. We don't really know what the conditions are like. So we're going to continue to um, release a lot of water from the uh, from Lake Ontario, which is the only real control we have. And so that was the decision that was made. But then uh, a couple of weeks ago, then they kind of took a, went back from that decision sort of uh, in kind of mid-March and went back to more average outflows. And then even just this past week, now they're going to reduce those outflows even more just to uh, bump up the water level on Lake Ontario even a little bit more. How does it matter? You know, last year we know when it's high, clearly there's going to be flooding and damage. What happens when it's low? Uh, low has um, a different set of, of um, uh, interests that are affected. So, uh, for instance, boating. Uh, both the big industrial shippers, the big boats that are coming down the lake, but also the recreational boaters. Um, there's uh, some places that are further down 
uh, Lake St. Lawrence, the St. Lawrence River, further downstream from Lake Ontario, which are seeing some low water levels, and they're having problems with their docks and getting their boats in. So, so that's one um, aspect. And there's also different uh, biological uh, aspects that uh, you know, different habitats that are affected differently. If you have low water levels, maybe getting dried out. So, so there are different interests then that are affected when you get low water levels than you do from high water levels. I don't think a lot of people realize how the flow is monitored. And also, it's an international concern, isn't it? I know the Great Lakes are one of the big shares between Canada and the United States. Uh, yes, uh, the biggest share between the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, of course, the border runs down the middle of most of the Great Lakes, not Lake uh, Michigan, obviously. Uh, so it's definitely a binational concern. So uh, what's been set up are these different boards that go that are along the, the border between the Canada and the U.S. And these um, regulate basically the rules and, and how water is managed, because you can imagine one side could do something that is definitely going to affect the other side. And so you don't want to have this kind of back and forth. So you want to have some coordination. And that's how it's done through something called the International Joint Commission. So uh, basically, there's a set of regulations that was agreed upon by both countries um, about five, six years ago that said, okay, when the water level in Lake Ontario gets to this high, this is how much water will be released. And that's kind of, and that way, it takes the politics out of it. It's now, these are the decisions made by the two countries. This is what's going to happen. And, of course, as you said, the outflow from Lake Ontario is going to affect both sides of Lake Ontario, both the north and the south shore. So you, you want to have that coordinated so that you're getting the best response. What about wildlife and how it affects? You know, I'm looking at a picture in Coots Paradise in Hamilton, and the low water levels have turned it into a mudflat. How does that impact everything that's growing and living around there? Uh, well, um, it does have an impact, but uh, wetlands are used to um, most natural features are kind of used to these higher and water and lower water levels. In fact, um, some of them even thrive like every once in a while a wetland needs to get wet so it can be dry for a few years, but you need that water to come in and just on the same uh, kind of way in a, in a different aspect, sometimes you need it to dry out a little bit. So, so certainly there is an effect. Um, we're still, again, within the natural kind of variability of Lake Ontario. So we would hope that most of the, uh, the wildlife and the, the bio uh, nature of the shoreline mm-hmm. would kind of be used to what the, the range of water levels that we've seen, even in the last couple of years. Frank, what are we looking for? I mean, we've had such volatile weather, certainly in the summertime. What if it's drier? Is there is there a danger they're going to be monitoring if we have a drier than normal summer? Is it going to affect things if we're starting things off lower? Uh, in answer to the question, we are monitoring it all the time. Trust me, we are looking at this mm-hmm. all the time and looking at the current forecast, uh, both out like in a couple of days for a couple of weeks and then looking at the longer term seasonal forecast. So, and then what's, what's happening in the upstream, because of course what's happening eventually in Lake Superior, that water is eventually going to come down to Lake Ontario. So we have to take all that into account. So, so we're certainly looking at that, but the bottom line is it's mostly determined by nature that how much precipitation we're going to get in the next, um, in the next few months, how much evaporation we have on the lakes. That's the big driving factor. So we can control it, a little bit 
we can affect the water level a little bit by, you know, re- reducing or increasing the outflow from the lakes. But a lot of it is just how much rain we're going to get in the next few months. So we're looking at that. And if we have a very wet season, well, we're probably going to go a little bit above average. If we get a very dry season, yes, the, the lake levels are going to stay below average. And, you know, maybe if we have average conditions, we might get back to more average water levels. But it's really dependent on what's going to happen with the weather in the next few months. And uh, that's something nobody here that I know of can <laughs> give us a real accurate prediction. I do not have an accurate prediction. I do have one final question, though. It's always been amazing, the kick connectivity of all this, the Great Lakes. There, are, Some of our listeners may say, well, you know, I have a cottage here, there, or some other part in Ontario. How does this affect things? Does it affect it in the trend ways, or does this affect the water table and all those other things? Uh, well, certainly, I mean, the water table, I mean, close to the lake, that's affected by the lake levels. But, you know, the overall precipitation, of course, if we have a very dry summer that's going to bring down the water table across the basin so so that'll be affected but talking about connectivity actually uh this was interesting even just the last couple of years of flooding is mm-hmm. that a lot of what happens in the ottawa river basin because the for the flow what's one of the considerations of how much outflow comes out of lake ontario is how much water is coming out of the ottawa river basin so that montreal doesn't get flooded so it's interesting to think that all the way from coots paradise in hamilton Mm-hmm. What, the water level there is affected by, you know, how much snowfall they're getting in the Ottawa River Basin. So when you see, you think about the connectivity of like everything like that, it, it was really, uh, I have to admit, before I started this job, I didn't really see that. But now I can see just how connected all the Great Lakes are. You got it. I mean, it's an amazing living giant system. Frank Segliniex, thank you so much for joining us and helping us through that complex but easy topic because we can all stand at the shore and say, does the lake look lower or does the lake look higher? And everybody does that wherever they are all year. Thank you for joining us. No problem, Marilyn. All right. And Frank is Canadian Secretary for the Lake Ontario St. Lawrence River Board. We have more. Don't go away. On Point Global News Radio.